live A-C-U. from the ACU of Texas Studios. This is the Clear Lake Today Podcast Network. Twelve questions for the Galveston mayoral candidates. Part one. Welcome to Meet in the Middle Chronicles. This podcast was made possible by the generosity of listeners like you. If you would like to support our efforts, please like us on Facebook and visit our Patreon page. Meet in the Middle Chronicles has been interviewing political candidates since 2017. We believe it provides a valuable public service. To that end, we encourage you to share these podcasts with your friends and neighbors. Due to the length required, we broke up the interviews into three separate podcasts. This is part one. You may find all the podcasts on our Facebook page or on the website clearlaketoday.com. We will ask the Galveston mayoral candidates 12 questions. The questions were created in consultation with former elected officials and current community leaders. None of the candidates knew the questions in advance. Each candidate received the exact same question and was allowed two minutes to answer. Their answers have not been edited in any way. After each question is asked, you will hear all the responses. To remove the possibility of bias, there were no follow-up questions. All the candidates were invited. Craig Brown, James Casey, and Bill Keese accepted our invitation. Two candidates, Roger Caroga and Ray Guzman, refused our invitation. Before we begin with the questions, we would like to ask each of the candidates to give a little bit of their personal history. Craig Brown. Glad to meet everyone. Glad to participate with this podcast. Uh, I'm Craig Brown. I grew up in uh, Fort Worth, Texas, uh, and then uh, was accepted to dental school uh, and moved to to Houston uh, to attend dental school there at uh, the University of Texas Medical Branch. Um, Spent 40 years in Houston raising our family, taught at the uh, Texas Children's Hospital uh, and had my practice there in the medical center for a number of years and then uh, practiced pediatric dentistry privately then in the community in the northern section of of, uh, Houston. During that time, my wife and I and my children would come to Galveston on the weekends. Uh, We got to love the island. Uh, And then after a period of time of coming down here, uh, purchased a small beach house there on the West End that we could come to on the weekends. Uh, The weekends became uh, longer and longer for us because we enjoyed being on the island. And then eventually when I retired from practice, it was not even a decision for us. We knew where we wanted to spend the rest of our lives, and that was in Galveston. I've never regretted that. I've been here 24 years, and I've had the privilege of being involved with the community and with city council, and uh, Galveston is our home, uh, and it's one of those things that people say, I wish we had gotten here earlier, but uh, happy to be here and hopefully happy to serve this community for many years to come. James Casey. I'm James Casey, and I have moved to the island in 2003 because I thought it would be a great place to raise a family. I've been married to my junior high girlfriend, uh, Leah Ruiz, 
for 26 years now. I've got a son and a daughter that have graduated from Oppie to Austin Middle School and Ball High School uh, that we're very proud of. We love this island uh, through and through and the people that are here. Um, I'm from the West End of starting in Sea Isle where I started working in construction as a home builder. Um, I've moved several times on the West End due to buying and selling. Um, through that end, we've made uh, a relatively good living and uh, met very, very good friends along the way. Some are still living, some have passed. Uh, I've got a lot of wisdom from a lot of the older generation that I met in the Seattle West End area. Um, I've heard a lot of the history of Galveston through their eyes, and I've seen it for the last 17 years myself of what we've come from to what we are today. And uh, I'm in a position in my life now where I think that the island's given me a very warm, loving uh, income and, and a place to live. And I think it's time for James Casey and his family to give back. And so that's why I would like to run for the mayor's office of the city of Galveston to help people like me achieve their dreams. Bill Keese. Hello, my name is Bill Keese. I, uh, my wife and I moved to Galveston after retirement from Austin, Texas, uh, where I went to the University of Texas and got my degree in political science. During my career in business, I've been a business owner, owning a restaurant for nine years. I worked for a national uh, chain of restaurants uh, for five years as vice president of franchising. I've also uh, served as a executive director of a national trade business trade association for 28 years. During that time, my main job was seeking uh, laws in various states to regulate the industry and in Congress. I also served six years in the Texas legislature from the Brenham area. It's my pleasure to be with you all today, and uh, I'm looking forward to the questions. Question one. The city charter holds that, quote, the mayor shall preside at all meetings of the council, shall be recognized as the head of the city's government for all ceremonial purposes, and shall have the other special powers and duties expressly provided for the mayor in this charter. But the mayor shall have no other administrative powers or duties. Unquote. Many believe this charter language suggests that the mayor's office, outside of ceremonial duties, lacks any additional authority than that of any other council member. What is your point of view on the authority of the mayor's office? Craig Brown. I support the uh, charter basically as it is written. And the mayor, in my opinion, he does or she uh, does have the ability to serve as the spokesman for the city and also has the ability to run the meetings uh, and to be, quote, the chairman of the meetings as we run the meetings. But outside of that, I do support the mayor's position as being a similar type of position and influence uh, as the council members and has one vote as all the council members do. James Casey. Well, that is a good question. Um, I have the privilege of knowing some of the higher entities there in the city of Galveston, and 
they also express why would anybody want to run for this job? And they said that, you know, the mayor is just a figurehead. And I've seen that come to pass many times of past mayors that try to do good things for the city um, and to be stopped short. I think that being a vote on the city council means a lot. And being a figurehead is also a good thing in the way that you can maybe come to uh, come to come to get the community to come together by just a a guy that can shake your hand and talk about the topics. And I know that the mayor kind of sets the agenda at the city council, and uh, maybe through common sense and straight talk with other council members and getting the community more involved, we can uh, cross bridges and come together to make the city do things because the uh, the city works for the city council at the city council's pleasure. Now, that being said, there's, there's things that we need to address that aren't necessarily on another district person's mind. But if we can all come together, that one crucial vote of the mayor may outweigh the rest to do the right of the people. And we're here to try to get the hands of the city to do the people's work the best we can do every day. And that is our job. Bill Keese. The authority of the mayor's office is specified in the statute. However, the unofficial duties of the mayor can be expanded, in my opinion. I believe the mayor is in a unique position to bring people together, to unite the community, to help uh, promote the community to also um, uh, set a, a vision for the community. That taking, uh, with that, I think that uh, that is certainly within the uh, structure of the ordinance of the, of, of the mayor of duty, the duty of mayor. And um, if, I elect, if I'm elected, I will certainly use my unofficial authority uh, under the ceremonial part to bring people together to envision a future for Galveston, to welcome new businesses to Galveston, to welcome new people to Galveston, and to promote Galveston as a national treasure like it should be. Question two. If required to choose which to build first, the ring levee or coastal spine, which one would you select and why? Craig Brown. To build first, I, I, I view the coastal barrier system as currently outlined by the Corps of Engineers as in three components. One is the gate system there leading to the ship channel. One is the um, west end dune barrier system. And the third is the ring levee. In my opinion, the priority should be the gate uh, at the ship channel first. Secondly, the West End Dune Barrier System, and thirdly, uh, the um, Ring Levy. The, ga the gate system, according to the core studies, show somewhere around a 60% reduction in the chance of back flooding into the island just by having that gate. And also, it helps protect the shipping and the energy industries north of us. And I think that would be the priority. 
West End does need to have some protection there, and I think that would be second. And then with the ring levy coming in, I think that should be third. Uh, first, building up those components of the system that could protect the island best, and then coming back and having the section of the ring levy to complement that. James Casey. I have no opinion of that time at that at all at this time because I think there's much more needed information about how it will impact residents, personal property and their rights, uh, fish and game, things of this nature. Uh, if I was going to have to absolutely pick something, I would have to go with more of the Army Corps engineers styled program. But I, I, there again, I think that it's, it's I, I just really can't make it a, a definitive decision on that without further review. I'm sorry. Bill Keese. My position is that we, uh, the mayor of uh, Galveston and the city council, under the rules of the Corps of Engineers, has no authority to choose. We can suggest, but as the Corps has explained to me, uh, the Corps will set the agenda. They will make the determination. They will take their study to Congress for a, a, a approval for design money. Uh, if the design is approved, there'll be two to five years for them to design whatever system they're going to propose. After that, they go back to Congress to seek approval. Uh, at that time, the Congress can approve it, uh, but they will not fund it at first. Uh, I think the question to ask in this case is how, who is best to represent the city of Galveston in the halls of Congress on a political basis to ensure that they take up this issue of coastal protection as soon as possible and that they reflect the will of the people of this area and that they get the project built in time. Uh, the question is that how would I choose? It's not for my position to take, to, to select that. The Corps uh, has a sole authority to do that. And this question, in my opinion, is moot and has no uh, reflection on the ability of the mayor or the city council to uh, have a vote in it or to have any influence on it. Question three. Four of the most powerful boards and commissions are the Park Board, Wharves Board, Industrial Development Commission, and the Planning Commission. A review shows that less than one in four of the appointments to those entities are held by women. Do you believe this disparity requires action by city council? Craig Brown. I would like to have more diversification on these committees and boards, not only females and males, but uh, all different uh, minority groups and demographics represented, and have them, the boards and commissions, more reflect more of what the cities make us up is demographically. Um, I think the key to this is we want to have the most qualified candidates. And so, in my opinion, what we need to do is the city needs to educate and recruit as many candidates as possible to file for these particular boards and commissions. 
and hopefully get a more diversified demographic and then pick the best candidates from that. James Casey. That is the greatest question today. Um, That being said, I believe women need to be empowered. They've, They've done so much in the past and gone overlooked and not given a chance. And if anyone were to meet my wife, they will know that I'm blessed to be with one of the strongest, smartest women I've ever had the pleasure of knowing. And through her just unbelievable skills, she has shown me things in different lights. And I I don't only think that women should be involved, but multicultural people as well, as we are more of a melting pot of all classes on this island. And women need to have a strong voice and opinion on this island. And that's my stance on that. Bill Keese. I absolutely believe that this, that this disparity demands action by the city council. The council has the ability to point uh, positions to these uh, four powerful agencies and we should look toward diversity in those to reflect the diversity in our city. Question four. Texas laws strongly favor the property owner. However, as an island with limited infrastructure, Galveston experiences traffic gridlock during peak tourist season. How would you balance the rights of developers who request denser zoning rules and the quality of life issues faced by island residents? Craig Brown. Well, that's that's a very good question. And I think one of the things that council has been looking at is the ability to enact impact fees on new development. Uh, This would possibly offset some of the infrastructure components such as streets and roads and so forth that would, uh, would be necessitated with new development. I think the other thing, too, is we need to uh, serve and, and be more proactive with our development in recruiting as much recruiting businesses and economic development that fits into this scheme into the components that we have here concerning our ability to for traffic flow and things like that. James Casey. It's a good question. Um, I've lived here quite a while and I have, I am in the development business um, and I have seen massive expansion on the West end. Not only that, I've seen, I've seen the whole town grow just exponentially. I don't think that the actual amount of people that lived here pre Ike are still here. It's much less of a number, but the tourism hot days of summer are definitely, um, one to behold, if you if you haven't went to Kroger and got your groceries on Friday, you're going to have a really bad time getting back and forth from the West End. Uh, I think that the city's very old, and it's done its best to keep up with limited funding. I think that the growth has of tourism uh, has been exponential, especially on the West Ends. Uh, some of the, the lighting on Broadway is great. It, it, you know, it flows quite rarely. If you catch the lights right, they're time nice. 61st is something else to behold. Uh, there's a lot of West End residents that just, just, they just won't leave their houses on the weekends because they know it's Memorial Day. It's just going to be 
bumper to bumper as far as the eye can see. This is an ongoing problem. Uh, the, 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 the development is not going to stop. The, it, the, the land is finite. It's something that we will have to deal with, and we'll have to put a team together to come up with the best results. And I will work every day to try to make that uh, one of the hottest topics because I've, I have many people talking about the traffic, and it's really bothersome. Bill Keese. My position is very clear on this. Galvestonians come first. When we have a community that's based on the people who live in our community, uh, the rest follows. Quality of life is why most of us live here, uh, why most of us work here, why most of us have our friends and families here. So quality of life is uh, the top of importance in my administration. Question five is a multi-part question. Do you support the current version of Galveston's Capital Improvement Program? If not, what changes would you request? And do you believe that the current staffing levels at City Hall are appropriate for the Capital Improvement Plan's goals? Craig Brown. First of all, I do, I do support the uh, city's current uh, five-year capital plan as outlined in this year's budget. Um, and that will be reviewed every year, so changes can be made as council reviews this budget. Uh, Staffing-wise, um, I rely upon the city manager to make sure that he keeps council uh, up to speed on what our staffing requirements are. Part of the issue of having a lot of capital improvement projects is good for the community, but we need to be able to manage those properly. And I would rely upon the city manager's input on the number of people that are needed to make sure we manage each one of these project, pro, projects accordingly. James Casey. Well, first, part of the question I don't have any uh, response to. The second one being, does the city, are they appropriately staffed? If you asked me, I think that maybe they're a little under. Um, or if you're talking about building and inspectors and permitting people and things of that nature, uh, I mean, there's many facets to the city down there. But until I actually get into office and kind of see what's going on down there and maybe putting my two cents in with some other people, we can kind of come together and get some people's opinions and maybe get a better handle on things if help is needed or if changes could be made to save money in the budget. Bill Keese. I do support the city's capital improvement plan and the goals, and I believe that the city is uh, equipped to handle that uh, that workload, and I believe the staffing is sufficient. This concludes part one of the questioning of the candidates for Galveston mayor. Parts two and three can be found on our Facebook page or on clearlaketoday.com. Thank you for listening to Meet in the Middle Chronicles. This podcast was made possible by the generosity of listeners like you. If you would like to support our efforts, please like us on Facebook and visit our Patreon page.